Hello, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, founder of Pasha Mama, and welcome to our conversation, In Conversation, the podcast where I speak to women's health practitioners, baby and toddler experts, mamas and mums-to-be, to find out about what they do and how their story can support you through modern motherhood. Let's get started, shall we? Hi, guys. I hope you're well. I am really excited for you to listen to this episode today. Um, I'm recording this intro as I've literally just finished um, the conversation. Uh, It's with Priscilla or Scylla uh, Apening, who is the founder of the Step Mums Club. She is a stepmother and mother and wife and certified coach supporting step parents but mainly step mums um, offering solutions with their transitioning into their new family dynamic or what she calls blended families now blended families is a term that I bizarrely never really heard of before and yet I am from one we talk about some of the most challenging things that step parents particularly stepmothers face and the stigma that comes around, that comes with the this notion, this ridiculous notion of the wicked stepmother. Thank you, Disney. We talk about some of the ways that we can help children adjust to a new family dynamic and what some of the common problems are that we may find in children that come out of blended families and what we can do to support them and to avoid them. She talks about being authentic to who you are as an individual as you step into that step-parent role, which again is so, so important. We also touch on what she'd like to see society do in order to support step-parents. And she provides advice for anybody who is struggling with that transition into the step-parent role. Whether you're a step-parent or not, It's a really, really interesting and important conversation that I think we should all be listening to, given that blended families are just becoming more and more the norm and we need to step away from viewing families in the traditional way. If you are a step-parent or soon-to-be step-parent and you're struggling with your position and situation and transition, then I have left um, Priscilla's details in the show notes. So please do get in touch with her. But for now, sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Priscilla, good morning. How are you? I am fine. I am tired. I am bored of lockdown. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, you're preaching to the choir here. Um, You're taking this call from your car this morning. Can you explain why? Well, I've got a newborn and then I've got a two-year-old who's massively clingy at the minute. And then I've got my nine-year-old and my stepson who make hella noise. And then I've got my four-year-old who would definitely jump on this podcast if given the chance so I have to hide outside of the house and I love that your car is your place of solace do they do do they know that do they know that like mum's in the car let's let's give us some space or they just don't know where you are they don't know where I am and that's how it shall stay I love it so much (laughs) what an introduction let us um let's go back a little bit why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners Okay, so I am Priscilla Apinin, but my community call me Scylla, and I am the founder of an online space called the Stepmoms Club, 
And basically it's just um, a community of step mums, single mums and couples. There are a few men that follow me. And I just broached the topic of blended families, the kind of dilemmas that we go through to just show um, real highlight points and real low, low points to people that are not in blended families and try and just tackle the stigma of this um, wicked stepmom, stepmoms are evil, um, and just kind of make the idea of blended families a modern idea. I am also a certified step family coach, um, or rather step parent coach, I don't coach children. Um, and in that, I'm just trying to support stepmoms, um, gain clarity on what their role is today um, what their role can potentially be and just help blended families thrive because there's no kind of immediate help for them all the help seems to settle in for um you know traditional parents like you know the man the woman the nuclear family and I just want to really highlight that there's other families out there that are quite common like the blended family I think that is it's amazing what you do the work that you do and um you know we, so we were introduced by a mutual friend um yeah before that I'd actually never heard of the term blended families before really which yeah. is really weird because I'm not in a blended family I'm in a modern family but I I do have Oh, am I in a blended family? I have half sisters who have a stepfather who was my father. So I yeah. suppose I am part of a blended family. I just wow. say, I just use the word modern family, which is really, um, so I love the words, the term blended families. Yeah. Um, and the support you do is, it is, so, it is so important. And and I think, you know, I'm really lucky in that, I, I guess I'd never thought about it that way because I'd never had to experience, you know, I've, I've, I've we never had, I, I never felt anything, but I never had that sort of wicked stepmother yeah. type scenario. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and again, with these things, unless you've experienced it, you'd never really know about it. So I'm really glad that we're talking about this today. You mentioned the stigma around um, wicked stepmom. Do you think, I want to, and I want to, I want to unpick that a little bit. Yeah. What, why is that there? Do you think, is that because the minute you said that I thought wicked wicked you know wicked something in a Disney film you know something is that where it stems from why do you think that stigma is there and do you think it also applies to wicked stepfathers well okay so let's tackle it in two parts so the kind of idea it does come from media entertainment and it is purely just for entertainment there's actually no kind of proof out there that you know stepmoms or you know second wives were just generally bad people right but the idea of it in a story makes for good entertainment and I feel like the earliest memory for me anyway it would be Disney and all kind of um entertainment platforms films radio stories magazines books what have you they kind of adopted this kind of villain character like basically stepmoms have been typecast to be evil and wicked and wanting to eat the, the the stepchildren and have all the money of the dad right it can't possibly be the same for stepfathers only because they are seen to be the widowed parent or the they're, they're um, 
to be honest, without sounding rude, they, they are the kind of non-factor parent. They don't really feature in the story heavily. Yes, the children came to be via a mother that's probably dead or kidnapped for whatever the, you know, beautiful, heroic birth mother. And there is the stepmom that's, you know, jumped in and that's all that's left. We don't know where the dad is in the story. And that actually plays in real life because when we think about blended families, we think about the birth mom and the stepmom, but we seldom think about the dad and what role he has to play. So then when a dad is factored into this kind of modern family, blended family in real life, we think of him as, oh, wow, you're being a stepdad, that, that's amazing. We don't expect that from men. You must be amazing. Well done, good for you. Have all the flowers, have all the accolades. But for a stepmom, it's like, who have you come, whose toes have you come to step on? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it kind of derives from entertainment from the media. And I think that's why it's so important to keep having these conversations because when you then become a stepmom, you're already kind of feeling like people are judging you, looking at you, criticizing you off your own perception of a stepmom, which is a bad thing. Even if you're a stepmom yourself, you're already thinking that's a bad thing. So I don't really want to call myself a stepmom. I don't know what a stepmom means for me. I, I might call myself a bonus mom. I might call myself like a cute nickname just to separate myself from that. And then having these conversations for people that are not in blended families it can make them you know double back and think actually why why do I think stepmoms are bad why do I and question yourself and keep on questioning yourself and hopefully listen to podcasts like this and then perhaps change your mind mm, that's so that's so so interesting um I wanted to ask if, would you mind telling us a little bit about your own family setup at the moment? Yeah, sure. So um, basically I was a single mum for three years and that has a stigma all on its own. Mm. Um, so I didn't have to do any kind of co-parenting with my eldest daughter's biological dad because he didn't want any part of you know her existence so essentially I became a single mom before I had given birth right and three years into that I met my husband who had two children from two different women right so when we all joined together essentially it was three kids two from his previous relationships and one from mine um and as the years went by we got married we now then have three children together so then we've gone on to have uh, another two girls and recently in lockdown number two baby boy so there's three boys and three girls half siblings step siblings mixed together but we don't mm, we don't subscribe to those titles for the children anyway when I introduce the boys I introduce them as my sons um they don't mind um, and it's easier for me and it's no one's business actually um, but for clarity I guess on the platform I do share how I am a stepmom and so I've been a stepmom for um, six years now if you want to say officially it would be five years because that's how long I've been married um, and yeah we're just like we're blended you know within ourselves but I 
I have no relationship with my son's mothers because well that's their choice anyway there's not really a real reason that I can actually pinpoint but that is their choice so the co-parenting is a bit of a um, sticky one still but the the blending of the children and us in my household is quite perfect right now that what a family how lovely how lucky <laughs> three boys three girls no yes. lab- no labels I love that let's delve a little bit into some of the challenges that step parents face you said that these women were sort of despairing why what are some of the really sort of common challenges that you've seen when it comes to step parenting the common one is or the common ones are I'm finding it hard or I don't really want to bond with my stepchildren am I a bad person um I don't know what a stepmom means what am I meant to do what is my role here um birth mom hates me (laughs) she really really hates me and is making our lives quite difficult she's high conflict how do I navigate that my partner is unsupportive he does not defend me he doesn't speak up for me he he's lost and so I'm lost and so we're lost and those are like the the common ones that if any stepmoms are listening to this podcast well they're all going to be like yeah I've been through one of those I mean, I'm nodding as if like, I'm like, yeah, I can see that why those would be a common, common thing. How do you, what advice do you give in those situations? I mean, it's all very relative because I, like I always say, you know, you can start conversations around these kind of issues, but it's hard to give, like the advice needs to be tailored because, you know, I'm, a different woman to the next and so that means I'll be a different stepmom to the next and my husband is different to the next man right um but you know just an overall for all of those things that I've mentioned that the the first thing the initial thing that every woman has to do um whether she's a mom already whether she's you know a single woman coming into you know essentially a a broken family is you have to work out what role you want to play there is actually no right or wrong way there's only a human way right so as humans we are compassionate towards children you know we want to help we should want to help those that we love that that's the first thing beyond that now we have to decide how do I comfortably slot in but it has to be comfortable for yourself before it can be comfortable for anyone else. And I think that is the thing that women, that stepmoms grapple with because it's like, I don't want to look like I'm not engaged or I I just don't want to look like that wicked stepmom that is just here for the man and not for the children. But actually you do yourself a disservice if you are not being authentically you. So if you are not the maternal type, don't force it. If you um you know want to be the cool auntie be that if you don't want to homeschool don't do it you know for you know all intents of purposes like or rather the the normal happy kind of child usually has two functioning parents that love them the mum and the dad it's actually their responsibility initially to raise up a child that child you will always be that bonus that's where the bonus parent idea comes from you are always going to be that bonus parent to the child right that child for the most part you know 
for most common families, right? Obviously, I know there's particular cases, doesn't actually need you. They need their mum and their dad. You are there to support your man. You are there to, to slot in and, and be whatever you feel you want to add to the household. Once you work that out, and you you walk that out unapologetically everything starts to align better you still you still may need help but things will start to align better and you will get that kind of clarity of all right you know I'm not that maternal mom so I'm not doing bath time I'm not doing bedtime and I'm not doing the morning routine but if you know my stepdaughter wants to paint her nails I'm gonna take her to Primark and buy her nail varnish do you know what I mean mm. I love what you said about there's no right or wrong way. There's only the human way. I think that is so true. And just being 100% authentic to who you are as an individual, even as you were saying that, this is a very slightly different analogy, but, you know, I'm always the cool aunt when it comes to my friends' kids. And there have been a couple of instances where my friends have wanted me to be a bit more than that. And I've tried to, and it hasn't sat well with me. And I'm <laughs> really ingenuine, quite uncomfortable. And I'm like, I just can't. I can't yeah. do it. My yeah. role is cool aunt through and through. So I totally understand each mother is individual. Each woman has their own um, authenticity that they kind of need to stick to. So your advice is going to be very tailored to their family dynamic and who they are as people. Let's focus a little bit on the children now. So how do you tackle, for example, discipline issues when it comes to your stepchildren? Me personally? Well, yeah, why don't we start with you personally, but I guess also just do you have general advice for that or is that again something that is is quite bespoke it is definitely bespoke because you can't come my whole thing is is you cannot come and kill yourself do you know what I mean mm. the only thing that stepmom needs to think about is okay this is my house as well I live here too I actually like this space this space is quite tailored to me right so if the children come in there whether I push them out of me or they're from another woman, yeah, the children here need to actually subscribe to our house values and our house rules and our boundaries as adults, as parents, as individual people, right? And the only thing that I encourage a stepmom to do is to enforce house values, house rules, and um, individual boundaries or boundaries pertaining to the couple. You, again, are doing yourself a disservice if you feel like, oh, I'm a bit shy. I don't really know what to say. No, forget that. Forget that. You just got to, you know, get, get some get some guts really and then if if a child is violating a, a rule you you have to pull them up on it now discipline as for the child in itself so like say a child doesn't is is like quite rude or swears or is on their phone all the time it's it's now your choice if you feel like um your your child uh, your stepchild did something wrong and you want to pull them up on it pull them up on it or go tell their dad just just go and tell their dad for me I'll pull them up on it my own self because this is actually my house and in this house essentially I am your mum I'm going to look out for you like I'm your mum I'm going to feed you like I'm your mum and I'm going to view you like you are my child and it just makes things easier for me I can't be separating you from the children that I 
I gave birth to. That's just a lot of headache for me. And I can do that. So I will do that kind of thing. And my husband supports that. If my husband, if my husband didn't support that, then obviously we would have to talk about ways discipline would work where he would be the one that heads it and I would be behind him supporting it. But because he agrees, I, I have no time of when your dad gets home. I will obviously inform him. Um, but right there in the moment, I will pull up all the children if they're doing something to violate me. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I feel like I, you know, I've really lucked out. I've, I'm a much more rounded person given my family dynamic, given that we are from different parents, that we are completely different, almost generations. But I imagine that there are also situations in families where then children maybe haven't thrived coming out of a blended family. Yeah. Are there, do you see any kind of common problems from children that come from blended families? And if so, are there, things that we can do to support them or sort of avoid that or better understand that? So I think the only, so the thing is, it's, it's really hard to um, know whether a child is struggling or not until they become old enough to vocalise it themselves, right? So with children that are already in blended families now, you're going to see a change in their behaviour. They might be... Um, withdrawn they're not really engaging or they're acting out really or they're they're trying to pit um birth mom against um birth dad they may be lying they may be saying that they don't they, they just you're going to see a general change in their behavior if it is near the time where you know a stepmom was introduced or stepdad was introduced the best thing you can actually do is to start therapy either as a family or for the child so the child has like a safe space to actually um understand what they're feeling and actually speak about what they're feeling um for adult stepchildren like myself um I, I don't, I, I can't really say that I have ever spoken to someone that has felt like traumatized or they thought, oh my God, I had such a horrible upbringing. Yes, I've had adult stepchildren say that I've hated my stepdad or my stepmom, but when as adults, they seem generally over it. But what I do see and what I am like in myself as well is knowing that our kind of bl blended family dynamics weren't that great. And so for now that we find ourselves in blended families and we are step parents ourselves, we know what not to do to our stepchildren. So we're making sure our stepchildren doesn't feel like they are, you know, excluded or not really a part of this household. We're making sure that we ask our stepchildren, is it okay if I call you my son or my daughter? Is it okay that, you know, I want to do this and that with you? Or, you know, if you don't really want to engage with me, I want to let you know that is okay. You have the autonomy. You have, you know, you have the option to not you know bond with me at all but then also letting that child know is you know 
where your options stop is at respect at being a decent human okay Mm. so you're not going to swear at me you're not going to disrespect me in public but you know if you want to turn around and say that is my dad's wife I'm not going to now impress upon you and say you really hurt my feelings I I do so much for you I cook for you and you know you just call me your dad's wife no if that is who I am to you then so be it because you know initially just like all birth mom, all birth moms say, but in a very negative way, I am there because of your dad, not because of you, the child, right? Initially. But secondary, I'm gonna be here for you because I'm human and I'm not a wicked witch. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, that is that's amazing. Um I, I could talk to you for hours and we don't have hours. <laughs> I have a few, I have a few, I have a few questions as we kind of come to close. I feel like I might know the answer to this, but if somebody's listening to this and they are really unhappy in their family dynamic and, and they're trying to be the best stepmom and it's just not working out, is it ever too late to take your advice and to change it, to sit the family down, sit the child down, sit the father down and say, look, this is the sitch this is how we're going to change it moving forward. No, it's never too late to start to change something. You will know if it's too late, if the changes implemented does not impact your reality, right? So I've had women that have been stepmoms for years and years and years. Like even just the fact that I'm a black woman, right? I've had black women contact me and say, I've never thought to seek help because all the help out there are headed by white women. And I just feel like they won't understand where I'm coming from culturally or religiously because I'm a Christian woman as well. So like these these things here now, I feel like I've opened up the space for um, minorities and black people to actually say hey these are my issues but I've been a stepmom for like 15 years now do you know what I mean it's actually never too late and new help crops up from many places every day take it It, it's not that you said it's it's not for you to say if you're unhappy currently that well I've been through it all my life I'm just going to continue to traumatize myself because I'm used to it no take take the help and start you know reaching out um and actually things do turn around but it all begins with you and your kind of mindset and your limited beliefs or you know you adopting that kind of wicked set mum narrative for yourself and when when your mindset changes when you change on the inside even if your stepchildren are still horrible even if birth mom is still high, high conflict and even if you know your partner is still unsupportive you will handle it in a completely different way because your thought processes are complete. Your thought processes are completely different now. Mm. Yeah, that's so important, and it's such an incredible space that you're opening. I wanted to follow up with that in terms of what do you, what would you like to see, or what can we do as a society to support blended families more? Well. To be honest, I think it's more for the traditional parenting spaces. So where there's so many platforms, so many, you know, um, kind of events for the traditional mama Mm. or even the adoptive mama or the um, surrogate mama even, maybe not so much that, but those people that, you know, become mums naturally or become mums through 
you know, meeting a child, adopting a child or whatever. I feel like there's so much conversation out there, but stepmoms are forgotten mothers. They are mothers. However you want to see it is completely up to you, but the fact of the matter is they are mothers. And I feel like where the normal kind of, I don't know if you have to be maternal, but for me, for example, where I would read like baby and mum mag or any kind of magazine that is for mums, I would like to see conversation around blended families there, right? Because I may be a mum, but I'm also a stepmom too. And I don't want to feel like I can only like band with other mums when I've got my birth mum hat on. And when I've got my stepmom hat on, I'm in isolation or I can only like be in hidden groups in Facebook. I want to be able to see in the baby show that there is like a stage for blended families or like even with you, like with your workshops and stuff like that, a workshop for um, stepmoms who have just had ours babies. So like ours babies are when you finally have a child with your partner that is like a you and his his baby. So, you know, step step parents, some some of them, their first call to motherhood is through step parenting, but then they become birth moms and they don't really know what to do. Do you know what I mean? So it, it would just be nice or better rather to have traditional parenting spaces include the the modern family which is blended families yeah I love it and I'm like I've never heard of ours babies but should we can we please let's talk offline and actually do a workshop you know 100% every more and more I speak to women and mothers who are living the I mean, I you know, away away with the traditional sense of the family word because it's just we're so past that now. We're so yeah. past it, and I'm really conscious every time I speak to somebody, I'm learning something new. I want to instill that in Pasha Mama and in everything that we do. So, hundred percent, I hear you. One last question. Okay. <laughs> um. Any advice, top line advice for somebody who's listening who might be struggling um, or tra- with that transition into that step parent role? Uh, you're allowed to speak out. <laughs> you're allowed to speak out. This is kind of your story, your journey as well. This kind of idea that, oh, well, it involves other people and, you know, I don't want to really bring, no, forget that. Okay, forget that. If you are troubled, upset, you're hurting, let's just stop hiding in private Facebook groups and venting. That is not progressive. Like, get help. Uh, Book a coaching session with me. Talk, you know, to somebody and, and just own your story. If your story is that this is, this is, actually BS like I hate this I did not know that it was going to be like this and I am struggling on that I just I want set moms to just scream out loud and say listen this is me I don't care like like bring it on this kind of idea that we have to like just in case shield ourselves from people that are going to criticize us and call us bad and all the rest of it and so because of that I'm going to shrink and stay shrunken just let's let's stop it it's 2021 flip now we're in a pandemic do you understand if this is not the time to really like 
stand up and roar I I really don't know when <laughs> I don't know let's not come out of lockdown feeling like you know we cannot own our story and say that this is crap if we feel like this is crap let, let's not do that let, before Boris opens up London yeah let, let's say to ourselves we're gonna roar very loudly if this is crap and, and we're gonna get help okay Yes. Okay. I am with you 100%. Okay. Literally, I'm like good. nodding like a mad woman here. Good, 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 good. Um, and speaking of help, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, we'll link to the show notes, but uh, how, how do they do that? Best place is Instagram because <laughs> I'm a busy mama. Mm-hmm. So you want to DM me on Instagram. I check them every day. That is the step mums club and it's M-U-M-S, not M-O-M-S. We are not in America. Um, so yeah, just send me a DM. I check my requests all the time. Um, my website's coming out soon. But yeah, just just you'll find me. Don't don't bother tweet me. Don't Facebook me. Just DM me on Instagram, okay? If right. you don't have Instagram, make one, okay? <laughs> I'll make sure that we link to your um, account in the show notes. Priscilla, Scylla, I feel like I'm part of the club now. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to me. This has been absolutely wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.